Okay, I think they're done barking. There's this lady who's got three little fucking shih tzus who walks around our neighborhood. And they're so fucking annoying. All they do is bark at everything. My dogs are bad, but they only really bark when people are coming up to the house. But I don't know what these fucking dogs... I call them Snap, Crackle, and Pop because that's what I'm about to do to them one of these days if they don't fucking shut up. Anyway, welcome to something on this lovely Tuesday afternoon. So, Marshawn Lynch got arrested. Yeah, beast mode. They found him asleep with one shoe on in a car. And they were trying to say, like, he smelled like alcohol or whatever and kept falling asleep. He denied drinking at all or doing any drugs. He says, I don't drink or do drugs. But he said he stole the car. I don't know what came from this, but uh, when I saw that report, I was just like, man, what the hell happened to Marshawn Lynch? Dude, he used to be one of my favorite, like, players in the NFL. When I used to really follow football in the NFL, he was one of my favorite players. I mean, wasn't from my favorite team, but you couldn't not like the guy. He was like a smash smash mouth, run right down the fucking throat type of player. And he was funny as hell, too, on the microphone, because if you have never seen any of his interviews, his interviews were always the best. It was always... (laughs) The one that got me uh, laughing the most was, he's like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. I'm just here so I don't get fined. And every time they'd ask him a question, he'd be like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. And it was, it was fucking hilarious. It really was. But yeah. All right. All right. All right. So I'm going to get a little bit into this, but, uh. I do want to do something different this episode. I really want you guys to be aware of something in my community and in your own communities. I know a lot of people so far have been listening to this podcast live around here. So I just wanted to bring it up because I want to have some awareness to it. But um, our local Shalom Center in Kenosha, Wisconsin, is actually really in need for perishable items. So I want to kind of do something different. Uh, I'm already going to donate some food, actually. Uh, today, we were getting stuff together that we had at the house that we just needed to... Uh, once I saw that post, I was like, we need to start donating some stuff. And Ellie agreed, so we got some stuff together. We're going to go donate that tomorrow. But what I want to do going forward for this episode in particular, I'm going to share some more details about the Shalom Center. But... Uh, at the end of the episode but if you guys have a local food bank wherever you live or if you live here please go and donate something what my plan is for every view i get on this episode uh i am going to donate one more item of perishable food so let's say if i get a hundred views on this episode i'm going to donate a hundred different items of food If I get 200, 200 items, and it's just going to keep going, I'm going to try to, I mean, hopefully, I mean, hell, if I get start getting in the thousands, I'd be okay with that because at least even if I'm buying all this food, it's going to go to a good uh, cause. It won't just be food items. It's it's going to be items on their list. And at the end of this episode or later on in this episode, I'll go more into detail of what they're looking for and the location where you can actually drop off the things that they need. 
But yeah, man. So, and this goes to all people, not even just the people that live in Kenosha. Please, please try to help out these people. There's a lot of people that are hungry. There's a lot of people that are going to sleep without food. And anything that we can do, just little things can help these people. I know if I was in this situation or if my family was in this situation, I'd like to try to do, or I would be so appreciative of anything someone else was trying to do. Um, But yeah, off that serious note, let's get back into some funny stories and then we'll get back into food pantries later on. So yeah, Marshawn Lynch, that shit is fucking crazy though. They said he smelled like alcohol and he was just laying back in his fucking, in this car with one shoe on. It's just like, man, what the hell happened to this guy? Um, and then like they, you can even look up, there's like a police body footage of them actually like bringing him down to the ground from the car. Cause they said he wasn't cooperating. It's just like, man, it's hard to see someone you respected and someone that you were like, oh, this guy's so funny. This guy's so good. Be put in that type of situation. I mean, I hope the guy he wasn't driving drunk because I mean, dude, none of us, any, no one should be driving drunk. There's so many people that die that way. And a lot of the times the people that die are the ones that are the innocent bystanders or the innocent people in the situation. So, I mean, I really, I like to think that he wasn't uh, drinking and driving, but I don't know. I don't know the full details. I just, I saw it and I was kind of in shock and disbelief. I was just like, man. How the hell does that happen? That fall of grace is just crazy. Yeah. So I was listening to this other podcast the other day and uh, they were talking about genetics and how much it affects who you are. So I just want to kind of talk about that for a few minutes, kind of what my thoughts are about it. But basically what they were saying is like, depending on your genetics and your parents and stuff that really makes the type of person you are. Now, I believe that is true in some aspects. I mean, obviously we get genetic traits from our parents between our hair and eye color and maybe like diseases. Like um, if you have like heart diseases or diabetes or asthma or something that runs in your family that can be passed on with genetics which is kind of scary stuff to think about, but there's also preventative uh, measures that you can go about trying to kind of fight those things, especially like the heart disease and uh, diabetes one. You just really need to make sure you're taking good care of yourself, cardio, like your heart and getting your cardio up. But like what I was, what they were talking about more or less was the genetic, like your genetics actually can like affect you as much as like like the type of person you are like it can go to your uh ability to be sustainable to like addictions and maybe even like how easy it is for you to learn something i don't know i don't really know if that's all true I've had a lot of different, I have a lot of different things in my life and I've seen how my parents are and I see their traits and I don't think everything got passed to me and uh, I really am curious to that 
I wish I could look, I want to look into more tests and stuff and see like how true is that? I mean, I don't think it's like set in stone because I mean, gosh, my dad dealt with very bad addiction problems and is dealing with them throughout his whole life. And I've never had problems with addictions. I mean, and I mean, I've, I'm 26 year old, I'm 26 years old now. I mean, it's crazy to think about, but you never know. Yeah. So I just want to kind of bring that up and maybe you guys can kind of think about it too. Do you look at your parents and other than the obvious signs of genetics that were passed to you, like your hair color or the shape of your face or what your eyes look like or anything like that, do you think you inherited some of your person the personalities of your parents? Do you think that you inherited some of the IQ of your parents? Do you think that you inherited habits from your parents, like uh, anxiety or depression or anything like that? It's crazy to think about. A little fucking nugget for you to kind of chew on right there. Um, yeah, let's get out of this deep talk and go into something funny. I saw this. I saw this video online too. They were talking about uh, so Ti has a full grown son. Which is, I mean, it makes sense. T.I.'s been making music for fucking since I was a little kid. Um, And his son, I believe his son's name is like Kane or King. Something like that. Got a unique name. I mean, well, if it's Kane, it's not that unique. That shit's from the Bible. But yeah, man, fucking uh, his son, who was was grown, he, uh, (laughs) he got into it with some employees at a Waffle House. And uh, you can look up the video online, but there's some back and forth. So it all started where he was at this Waffle House, apparently got his food wrong. And he started going off on these people, telling them like, hey, don't fuck with me. Like, yada, yada, yada. Basically just like shitting on them, which I mean, I get it. Like, I've had experiences where I was like kind of irate about getting stuff wrong in my orders. But as a person that's worked these type of jobs... Uh, most of the time, these people that are making your food are underpaid, underappreciated, and just fucking, like, working their asses off to try to, like, keep their head above water, where they're fucking, they're just trying to get this job done so they can go home, probably sleep for a couple hours, and then do it all over again. These jobs aren't, aren't glamorous whatsoever, and the people working them usually are working them to try to make a better life for themselves and get to a better place. So for somebody to, especially in the position he is, I guess, I guess ignorance is bliss because he really having a famous father like he does, he's never had to worry about money in his life. And I'm not going to sit here and say I know his like struggle. I know his story because I don't, I don't really care to know his struggle or story. I mean, I know this, I heard this quote from uh, this famous speaker i forget his name i think he was the guy who mentored fucking uh tony or toby ryan robbins or whatever you guys know him but anyway there's this quote that he says oh he said when it rains it doesn't just rain on the poor the rich get wet too which i mean i get it like you can't just blame everything on being poor but at the same time 
you got to appreciate what you have in life. And this kid did not. So, (laughs) but there's a twist to this story. So yeah, so he's cussing out these Waffle House employees. He's really just like basically laying it on them. And basically he said some stuff that probably really got under under their skin. Because after that incident with him cussing out the Waffle House employees, apparently, I don't know if this was days later, hours later, whatever, they rolled back up on him and they jumped him. There was, I don't know how many people. I mean, he probably claims there was like 20 people, but fucking for all we know, it could have been two. You never know. Especially with him being a son of T.I., I don't think he really probably has had to fight before. He's probably had everything fucking handed to him in a mansion somewhere. Um, But yeah, he fucking got his ass beat by a bunch of Waffle House employees. Now, I don't know if they're all just Waffle House employees, but yeah, he, I mean, and this is down in Atlanta, so you know, it, it, it gets rough there. I mean, I don't live that far from Chicago, so I know, I know how it is. I mean, some places is rough and you got to watch how you talk to people, especially in that situation. Uh, Yeah, so, uh, well, the story keeps going. So after that, so T.I.'s son makes a video basically showing that, hey, I got like, he got like, he's showing his bumps and bruises and talking about him and his homies are about to go get some more guns and they're going to roll up on these guys. Um, after all this happened, T.I. also released a video, um, talking about the incidents that have occurred so far. And in T.I.'s video, he kind of just, his overall message and the message is kind of really snobby. And I really didn't like how it was really bad taste, but his was basically like, oh, why are you getting, uh, basically he doesn't understand why his son is, wasting his time with these people that are in such a lower social class than he is which I mean I get it like you don't want your son to sit here and go do stupid shit that could get him hurt or killed or for him to get in trouble and kill somebody else but for you to look at these people as like basically like servants and you're up there as like a he should know I mean everyone has to work to get to where they are some people are born like that but it could all go away in a minute. So you should really be humble. <coughs> but yeah. Yeah, man. So it was a little bit, uh, it was a little bit, a bit disheartening for, uh, me to hear T.I. say that. But I don't know. I've also heard that he's got some fucking controversies too. Who the fuck knows? Anyway. Hopefully, this will all be resolved without any more violence. Hopefully, T.I.'s son doesn't go act stupid and go try to shoot people. Hopefully, the people don't try to retaliate with him anymore. And I hope, most of all, that he learns not to sit here and fucking badmouth these food service people that are just trying to do their jobs. It's easy. Just say, hey, I'm sorry, but I actually ordered this this way. You messed it up. Could I please get a new one? And I, it's it's not always the customer's fault. I mean, my brother-in-law, uh, him and his girlfriend recently had an experience that they were telling me about at a local restaurant where basically like they were 
arguing with this waitress lady and had bad service and stuff. And at the end of it, basically, they left the restaurant and brother-in-law left his phone in there and didn't realize it. So they went back and the waitress had his phone and she basically said to him, because they didn't give her a great tip, which I mean... I get it. She had bad service. But at the end of the day, like, I mean, I always make sure I tip people. I don't tip people extra good if they do a really bad job. But if I see that they're, it's like, they're not, it's not their fault. Like they're not trying to be rude. I'm always going to tip them good, even if it's slow. But I see where they're coming from. Because apparently this lady, this girl was like not paying attention to them. And they could have just gave her no tip, but they gave her some. And like... Anyway, so they went to go get his phone and the girl said to them, oh, I shouldn't even give this to you because you guys didn't tip me enough. I was just like, wow. So I guess, I mean, the fucking coins got two sides. So you never know. People might be saying, because like, who the fuck, who the fuck are you to tell me, hey, I shouldn't give you your personal property because you didn't tip me enough. First of all, tipping is stupid as fuck. Tipping should not be a thing in society. I think, like, if you go to Europe and stuff, they just, the companies pay their people good enough. Now, I think that the idea of tipping someone for doing a good job at their job is a good idea. But for companies to sit there and pay their employees under minimum wage for them to make up for that in tips is fucking outrageous. And whoever made up that concept should get fucking slapped and teabagged in their grave. I will shit on their fucking tombstone. Like, it's so fucking stupid. Whoever did that was a rich-ass, fat cat motherfucker. Ah, ooh. It gets me so mad, because that's literally... They're like... I mean, it probably started off with someone getting, like... Someone getting tips, and they're like, Oh, I can make good money off of this, and the owner of whatever company was probably... Oh, yeah, they can get... We don't have to pay them as much. They're getting the tips. Fuck you mean. Like, what the fuck do you mean? That is ridiculous. Greedy ass bastards. Jeez. Uh, All right, let's take a little break. We'll get into some UFC talk. Alright guys, if you guys missed the UFC card that was on this last Saturday, what the fuck were you doing? Because this was a fucking banger. This was a UFC fight night. It was a free card. It was Marlon Chito Vera versus Dominic Cruz. And you guys, I don't know if you remember me telling you, but Marlon Vera is probably my favorite current fighter in the UFC. I don't know. There's just something about him. He's just always working hard. And it's just, I just respect the fuck out of it. It's just like his work ethic is beyond any other person I've seen, like since I've been really back into UFC. And I mean, like even between fights, like when most people after, like in between camps are usually like, oh yeah, I'm just going to chill or I'm going to do this or do that. No, he's constantly working out. He's constantly getting in better shape. He's constantly improving. 
And when they're talking to him about, like, oh, are you going to, like, wait for a title fight? He's like, no, I'm just going to keep trying to get better. He knows that he's going to be a world champion, but he doesn't wait for it. Like, I don't know, man. He's got that shit. Like, he got that Muhammad Ali fucking Mike Tyson type of energy. And, I mean, I might be blowing smoke up his ass right now, but I don't know. That's what I see. I think he's going to be great, and there's not a doubt in my mind that he's going to be a champion in the near future. But anyway, let's let's talk about this card a little bit before we get into this weekend's pay-per-view. So this last card from this last weekend, if you jabronis missed it, was the Marlon Vera versus Dominic Cruz. So we'll we'll start at the top. That um so for the main event, Marlon Vera, Dominic Cruz. I watched it. It was a really good fight. Dominic Cruz actually looked really good starting off. And he hasn't... It's been a while since he's fought. But he started off aggressive. His volume was like off the chain. He was throwing punches in bunches, if you know what I mean. Um, he was he was really lighting them up. But uh, if you really like look back and watch the fight, if you have ESPN Plus or something or if you find it on YouTube, you can look and see his punches aren't necessarily making direct contact. They're kind of like glancing blows. And uh, Marlon Vera is kind of, he's doing a really good job of just getting out of there once he starts getting hit. And he, uh, I mean, a lot of people say Cheeto starts off slow, but I think it's more or less he does the first his first round, which kind of, it hinders him in three-round fights, but this was a five-round fight. But it uh, he kind of starts off, and I feel like he's almost like stalking his prey. Like, he really wants to... He doesn't want to just rush in there and, like, have that opportunity to actually get hit with something by surprise. He's going to sit there and try to set, see what you're doing and set up that counter to just fucking make you go uh, lights out. And that's exactly what he did to Dominic Cruz. I mean, it took a while. Don't get me wrong. He didn't get him till the fourth round. But the way he got him was so fucking beautiful and smooth. Dominic Cruz was, he dropped his head when he threw this punch. He dropped it to the, I'm pretty sure to the left side. And his arm was down. And right at the moment of dropping his head down after that punch, Cheeto threw up that kick. And clocked his ass right in the nose. And it was, I mean, Ellie couldn't even watch because she gets squeamish with the blood and stuff. But bro's nose looked like a fucking turned doorknob because it was just like cranked to the side. And he pulled his head up after they called up because he, he was knocked out. And when he started getting up and he pulled his head up, it was just leaking blood. He was fucking, his nose was busted. It's a good fight, though. Really good. Cheeto looked good in that fight, and he looked smart. And uh, Dominic Cruz didn't look bad in that fight. I think he's just, he's just, his style of fighting, if you go back and watch his old fights, he fights like this. And it's not like he, it looks like he slowed pace down at all. He's still, he's still making it, like, he was going fast at Cheeto in those first couple of rounds. But, I mean, there's only so much. Like, once you have that style for a while, people, the game develops.
But yeah, I just think he really, Dominic Cruz, he was looking good, but I just don't think it was going to be enough. It wasn't enough for fucking Cheeto Vera. But yeah, the co-main event was pretty dope too. Uh, I'm going to definitely fuck up these guys' names, but uh, Nate Landweir, or Landwater, or Landweir, and uh, David Onama, and... Bro, let me tell you what. I don't know if that's Nate. I know his nickname's Nate the Train. I didn't know who either of these guys were. And I honestly, I will admit that I didn't know. I was like, I don't know, man. This might be a good fight. We'll see. Bro, this fight might be the fight of the year. If not, it was one of the best fights I've seen this year. Definitely for sure. Especially on a fight night. It went all five rounds to decision. And... They were just slugging it out and like Nate, the train dude, he was like, every time he knocked the guy down, he could like go on there and try to like finish him, but he was just letting him get back up. And it was an amazing, amazing performance. I don't know. It's going to be really hard to follow up with that, with this weekend's card. Um, This weekend, it's the pay-per-view. We got uh, Usman versus Edwards too. And I'm looking forward to this one because both these fighters have really improved their game. I mean, Kumar Usman is pound for pound considered the best fighter in the UFC. And Leon Edwards, is in his, he hasn't lost a fight in his last 10 fights. And he's been looking great. Like, his wrestling defense got a lot better. He's a lot more of an all-around fighter than the first time they fought. It's going to be a good card. Uh, who else is on there? We got Luke Rockhold is going to be fighting fucking Paulo Costa. I really hope this fight doesn't like fall through last minute because I'm excited to see Luke Rockhold back in the cage. And also Paulo Costa. I mean, this is going to be, I feel like someone's getting fucking their head thrown off in this one. It's going to be a good fight though. Uh, and also they're hooking up a deal too. If you have Disney Plus and and ESPN Plus, I think this pay-per-view is $20 less than it normally is. Which, I mean, fucking paying $70 a pay-per-view is ridiculous. But, I mean, I still am going to watch the fights. So I'll figure out a way I'll ever go somewhere to watch them. Or I'll end up fucking forking over the cash. But, anyway. That's enough UFC talk for now. I mean... Like I said, there's some really good fights. I'm really happy uh, Chito Vera won, and we'll talk about how the fights went later. But I talked about in the beginning of this episode uh, how the Shalom Center in the community I live in, Kenosha, is really needing help right now. And so I really want to start donating to them more often, and I'm going to try to. And I'm also, I want... uh, This to be a reminder, anybody who's listening to this podcast, try to help out those people, those community. If you live in this community or any community you live in, you should just just get like one bag of groceries, non-perishables, and just try to donate it. It doesn't have to be like every week or every paycheck or it could be like once a month or once every couple months or whatever you can afford. If you can do it more than that, do it. But I mean... I just know, and I feel like a lot of you guys would feel the same way. If you or your families were in those situations, you would hope that other people would be kind enough to help you. And that's just kind of the message I want to give out to all you guys. I mean, try to pass it along. Like I said, 
I'm going to stick to it. However many views this podcast gets, I will donate an item to the local Shalom Center. Like either a perishable item or like I know they're needing hygiene items. There's a lot of stuff they need. Um, I'll do it, man. I want to help these people out. I really do. Uh, Right now I'm looking at their list. The immediate needs for this local, the one in the community I live. They need diapers, size 4, 5, and 6. Jelly, hamburger helper, canned corn, canned black beans, condiments, baking items, canned tuna, canned chicken. Ongoing needs they need. uh, Just canned goods in general, boxed items, pasta and rice, hygiene items, household cleaners, tampons, pads. I mean... I feel like if we do what we can, man, we can help everyone out and the world will be a better place. Not trying to get all touchy-feely on you guys, but we got to do our parts, man. But yeah, so overall, thanks again for checking out this week's episode of Welcome to Something. I appreciate you guys listening. I would appreciate you guys sharing this out there. Get me to donate more shit because I'm willing to do it. I mean, either way, I'm gonna, like I said, I'm going to keep donating stuff regardless of the views I get. But, hey, you know, and every time you maybe, maybe you guys, whoever clicks on this, when you guys listen to this podcast, maybe just do me a favor. If you're not going to share the podcast this week, just go out and donate something to the Shalom Center or go donate something to your local food pantry because those people need help. Anyway. Thanks again for checking out the video. Please leave a good rating and, uh, yeah, follow me on shit and I'll see you next time. Peace.